Yo, what is up? And welcome to a tantalizing another episode of the Comedian's Paradox. Now, this is the podcast where we speak to lives in a life, highly intriguing individuals from all walks of life and a variety of different industries. And these are remarkable people who are comedians like you and me make what we love a full-time passion, but also to the point where we get to live this passion on our own terms. If you like it, share it with your friends. Give us a five-star review on Amazon or iTunes. But most importantly, I want you to subscribe, follow, and listen to more and more of this amazing podcast and go on this journey with me. And also, if you have any feedback for the podcast or any ideas that you'd like to share, uh, drop me on in it. Drop me, uh, drop me an email on info at instant laughscom If you have any negative things to say, uh, you know, if 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 you want to give a bad review, don't keep it quiet. No one needs to know about that. All right, that's a secret between you and me. Now today's a remarkable and scrumptious guest is Felix, like the cat. Juana Ventura, a comedian that's been performing over a decade on the Argentinian scene. A man who has performed on Comedy Central, Latin America. And a man who's going to give us an intriguing insight into how the Argentinian and UK scenes differ. His insights into comedy. And what he sees for the future of stand-up comedy after COVID. You're going to find him delicious like a KFC hot wing. Let's talk to Felix. How did you fall into your first show? Because in London, how it works is we got these little open mics. I mean, Lucilla's probably said about it. And then like you do well yeah. in them and then there's comedy competitions and you travel around the country people see you, they like you, you get books and pro spots, then you go to the Edinburgh Fringe, you, you get signed or something, and then it goes from there. Yeah, we we are basically creative, the, the, the thing as it goes, which I think is very important. Uh, like, we, uh, we all do stuff, just like uh, everyone I know is trying to do something different. Like, I have a friend who who'll do the same show for two years and I'll try to do a different one each year, but he has more people that would buy a yeah. ticket to him. So I, I, I'm on this, oh, what is he doing now? Is he doing something different again? And then it's like, yeah, whatever, you know, I just, uh, and, and not that there's anything wrong with whichever vision is just uh, the way you find your 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 system that'll work for you, but uh, we live in this time where it's all uh, narrow casting. So you get to the people who to whoever you know will 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 enjoy it, and other people are trying different stuff as well. We have open mix now. We didn't have before. We didn't have open mix. Okay, but open so mic. Sorry. How does it start though? In in it just like you do projects, you just so you you produce your own shows, and then how does it work? Yeah, 
Well, for instance, uh, when we started, uh, we, 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 we started the other way around. We started uh, in, in theaters uh, and maybe places where uh, people might get a drink, but it wasn't a bar. Uh, so now we're getting into bars and comedy clubs and stuff. Uh, but we started the other way around. So what we basically do is... Uh, you do your, you know, your networking uh, on social media and you'll eventually create a following and it takes years, but it's there, you know, and you, you know who you're aiming at. That, that's something good to understand. The moment where you pay attention to whoever's paying attention to you, because they will tell you a lot about yourself um and it's interesting ah. it's always interesting yeah like um we used to do a, a, a youtube program game thing and once we we met them people because we were do, we did like um what's the like a crowdfunding stuff so we met all the people like a kickstarter but here and and we saw so many beautiful nerds and we were like, oh, I get it now. Yes. Yes. These okay. are my friends. It was funny. What it was, It's very interesting what you said there about like seeing who pays attention to you. Because I've yeah. been trying to get better at social media. And a lot of like experts always say like you find your niche or you find your audience and you do your own sort of thing. And what I've found of a lot of people I've spoken to in a podcast, they don't go out and saying, Oh, this is my audience. I'm going to work towards them. They go along, they produce videos and they try different things and they find out what works and what kind of audience they have. Yeah. I think it's the same with live comedy. Like you, you maybe have control over 50% of what's going on. The other 50% comes from the audience. They will let you know if what you were saying is funny. Uh, so if you pay attention to them, you're right. You know. Yeah. And what would you say has been your biggest lesson in terms of that? In terms of like where making sure that you're very attuned to who you're performing to? Um. I, I think I know when people are not going to like what I do. I sometimes uh, might go as well, but, you know, uh, because it's it's interesting to train also failure. And not, not many people enjoy failure. I don't care for it. I really like it's part of the job. Uh, I have a few... Um, actually, I, I have a... I don't know where it is, but... Uh, I kept a paper from Colombia once, like uh, I was performing and a guy just went, um, uh, please leave the stage and introduce the next comedian. And I got the paper when I was performing. So I had to kept on doing stuff while I was reading that thing. And it was a, it was a <laughs> club, you know, there was, it was definitely not my audience. And I was totally fine with it. I was totally fine. So I didn't care. Uh, but, but, you know, what makes you good is what, 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 when you leave and you go, what should I have done for them, for, for what would a 
Felix, the performer, would have done for turning out that situation around, turning that situation, you know what I mean. Um, so it's interesting because you, that's what gets you good. If you go to your house after a gig and said there was nothing wrong with it, you know, what's your motivation? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. That what the, I mean. Look at um, I mean, this is a completely different sort of field and very elaborate description. But like, if you look at sort of Conor McGregor, he's already achieved everything yeah. he wanted, so he doesn't really bother. Yeah too much with what he's doing yeah definitely uh so it's uh it's really there's i reckon that's a lesson in itself you know um you shouldn't why why would you worry you know uh, there's a moment in life where you go listen i can make i made enough people laugh so that i can try to be myself and let that other stage persona I had that was looking for acceptance. You're always looking for acceptance, but you know, you're a comedian, but uh, you, you see that moment where you go like, Thank yeah, you. I'm gonna, I, I, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, you know, I'll do my best to, to, to do whatever I think it's, identifies me now you know uh if i have to be very honest i was very into uh you know the way of the structure of comedy uh, and how the architecture was going on how you build the joke and how the joke goes that way and at one point in my life which is that moment where i stopped being obsessed with it that i just went the other way around and i said instead of creating this house of jokes by the structure I pretty much know how the structure is, so I'm gonna start by by the rooftop. You know, I'll know it will land. Basically, I know how it can how I can connect it. So I'm gonna start the other way around just to see what's there for me. So, yeah, I see what you're getting at, and they they say that what's it called? You don't truly understand something unless you can sort of explain it or do it your own way. It's like when you're when yeah, you're studying yeah. something, you have if, unless yeah, you can do yeah. it in your own words, you don't understand it. Yeah, which is good because there now there's so many voices for 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 understanding comedy that I think it's it's beautiful. You know, the more that that's where you get so many different ideas that you you change yours as well as you collect new ones. Now you've given me an interesting idea here. Now one thing I want to ask you is. Are you more sort of a writer or are you more of a performer comedian? Well, I'm a bit more of a writer because uh, I know what I want to share, but I uh, definitely end, end, finish the stuff on stage as everyone else does, but you know, not, not as much one-liner comics. So, so I do write I do think I got the funny idea, but then when I try to sell it, this is what I do. Um, there's a, you know, when there's not a global pandemic, what I love doing is uh, I would get together, you know, we have a new comedy night, pretty much like all rope you guys have there. Um, so 
what I basically do is um, I try it out. Um, I'll 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 have to have material each week. Every single Tuesday, I have to go and speak for ten to fifteen to twenty minutes. So there's never time for me to sit and and think of everything. So I think it well. I'm doing all the stuff. And then before I yeah. tell it on stage, I explain it to comedians as well. And as I am telling them it to comedians, I, you know, I tweak it a little bit because I know what will make them, you know, to sell them a better version of it. And then I get feedback and then I'll say whatever I remember of that on stage. And uh -huh. that's the first time I ever say that. And then I, you know, you 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 together. craft around it yeah yeah and how do you avoid not getting bored of it so like once you've once you've got it working how do you make sure that it's still fun and exciting for you to take up stage and it's not like i went to the park boom uh, yeah because i don't i don't think because i'm there i'm sharing it to other people these people haven't heard it yet so i'm gonna and they paid the a ticket often to hear it so i'll try to do it better i'll try to honor it um by by their their idea of paying a ticket to have a laugh to make them laugh i'm i'm a rental for them i don't i don't have to have fun the 24 hours a day you know i could do 23 just fine and so you mentioned an interesting point about how often when you're working on a joke, you figure something out when you work on something else. And that, that I find yeah. quite interesting as well. Because when I'm working on something, I don't know if I'm trying to sort out some sort of, trying to advertise something and I'm stuck yeah. about what, what to name it or what to call it. If I work on something else and then I go back to it, I've got a completely different mindset and then the, the problem yeah. I thought I had then has been solved. Yeah, because here's the thing. When you, when you have a problem, uh, you don't really have a problem. You're just asking the universe for the tools to sort it out. And you already have the tools. You just don't have them in your hand yet. And they pop up at some moment. Uh, so you go back and it's fine. Like, uh, that's... Uh, uh, what you, the, the virtue of, of habit. Mm. Um, so as long as you have the habit, you're, you're right. Now, I have an interesting question to ask on sort of, how, how does sort of comedy in Spanish differ to that of English in terms of the structure and the way you tell a joke? So if you were to say, um, uh, knock, knock, who's there sort of joke, how oh. would that work in Spanish? Well, you know, uh, there's something very interesting that happens when you're creating comedy, when you are improvising something, when you're on stage and you're trying to develop an idea. This is what happens. Um, you guys, for the way sentences are created, your last word of a sentence is often a noun when you're describing something. But here, we have the noun first 
and then we have all the adjectives. So we can only embellish what embellish what we've oh. already said. Oh, okay. so there's something. So I think that's something very interesting, uh, and it's beautiful to switch it around to see what will happen. Could you give me an example of a joke that you've done in Spanish and English, and that's worked in both languages? Oh yeah, uh, I'm a bit sad because uh, uh, I'm depressed because uh, my 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 three hamsters died, uh, and I feel a bit guilty because I'm a terrible juggler. Um, that's the joke. <laughs> and, the and it works in both languages. How would that How would that sound in Spanish, and how would that work? Uh, uh, estoy un poco triste porque se, se murieron mis tres hamsters y, y me siento un poco culpable porque soy un pésimo malabarista. That's the same one. That's the same one. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it has the noun at the end, which is the reveal. I'll be intrigued to sort of ask you this question when you've done more, when you've like, done the Edinburgh, when you've, I don't know, if you, did you do the whole Edinburgh Fringe when you were last up? Uh, no, 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 I did open mix and I was there for two weeks, but uh, I would see, I don't know, maybe five to eight gigs a day. Because I'll uh, be really intrigued to ask what you think if like later on, you know, in the next couple of years or something to see what you really thought of the, to really hear to really see what your thoughts are on the, I mean, from what, what you can see so far, what would you say the difference in character of comedy in, in the UK and Argentina is? Uh, well, here's the thing, you guys have done everything and we, and we haven't. So the grass is really, you know, there's, the earth is really, you know, fertile here for things that happen. Where, where you produce so much soy that, you know, uh, you don't know, actually, but everything, you have all the grown trees, actually. That's what I'm trying to say. So we could cultivate anything, and you guys already have the garden. So, so that's the basic difference, I reckon, uh, in the ways that you have such a strong business model in, in, in what you were saying as the next step you to to become successful where we don't have that uh, and everyone has to create its own mm. so you know we had comedy central and it was all right don't get me wrong i i did i recorded there uh, a few times but uh, it's not it doesn't really change that much what you're going around so all them experience are getting you know, in your journey and you become a wee bit better with it. I mean, if you go anywhere else, I mean, it gives you that credit. I mean, being on TV is going to give whatever yeah. place you go to, it, it, it spruces you up a bit. Because I, I had a story with a LA comic friend of mine. He did Last Comic Standing, but he didn't even get through the audition phase. There was just this short, short right. clip he did where he's, where he's like they asked him to come back and he did some Mexican Filipino joke. And then the judge says, I hate hacky stereotype jokes. 
And then that, that went on TV for a bit. But the thing is, when he goes All to right. clubs in LA, he, he just gives a, says that he's been on Last Comic Standing, but he, you know they don't check the full credit. And yeah. they just want to see, oh, you've been on TV. Oh, that's nice. And they're probably, to, yeah, wherever you go, they're just like, oh, you've been here, you've been there. Oh, okay. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we 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 have it as well. Maybe it has opened some doors for me. I, to be honest, I really don't know uh, because I I don't know how it, things would have turned out if I haven't recorded the uh, things there. But you know, I have. Uh, so after a few of that, some people know me, and after that, like I sold my special to a platform here. So that's another good thing. And now I'm doing some stuff uh, um, with other people. So, you know, it's just, uh, you do it yourself, you know. It, it'd be um, interesting to hear your experience if you did like a full sort of Edinburgh run, run in English and Spanish. That would be interesting to see what, what would happen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to create some. I I'd love to for that to happen here as well. I think it's always such an interesting um, thing for comedy. Like I really, really. I know it's a business and all, but I really love Edinburgh so much. I just want to go there, and I understand how frustrating it can be. But there's already a, a special from Hannibal Buress that he did there and he apparently he didn't make any friends that was very sad oh. uh, because you you see him and he's on his own uh, it's called Hannibal does Edinburgh but I saw the special and like the, there's so many good comedians how could he not run into a few why do you see him depressed all the time and hating it you know it's very interesting because I, I went there for 14 days and I, I met some beautiful people it's well, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a, a bit of claustrophobia I feel with the Edinburgh Fringe because everything's all closed in together and everyone's all in a rush yeah. trying to think of I think one of trying the things trying to fill their seats yeah they're trying to fill their seats and they're just so focused on rather than just enjoying the experience they're so like I need to get this show to go and get an agent I need to get this review. I need to clean that. I think sometimes because we were so career focused, I don't think of, I want to build my audience base and build fans and just get better comedy. That sometimes goes out. Yeah, that's what, that's why you, that's because you're Protestants. We, <laughs> we, we don't have, we don't have that as a, we are Catholics. We are sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. don't start that. Sh that. <laughs> We, we we can have as many wives as we want. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, <laughs> I understand it's different uh, on each, but I, I reckon the, the spirit of the festival is like that. Um, so we don't have it in our nature. We really don't. So there's a big difference there about what we want to achieve and what we we you know we, we get we used to get by so no one's really into i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that actually the people who does that is actually really successful here 
Um, because the, here's the thing that with comedy and like pretty much in in everything that's uh, an art form, um, it's not about attitude. It's, it sounds better than talent. Like uh, there's a really good uh, uh, King Gordon, you know, King Gordon from um, from the Pixies. She's the play, bass player. She she says uh, people pay to see a show because they want to see someone believe in themselves for an hour and a half. And that's it, really. That's really it. You gotta believe in yourself and you have to sell that product that has your name on it. You've basically described it as a car salesman. You described performing it on the stage. It is, because stand-up comedy doesn't exist it's just a business model as everything else in this world we live in so you want to do it in a way that yeah i don't get me wrong i love it and but if you de-romanticize it for a little bit and you see it from the abstract point of view if you can see it from far enough you need a strategy to see how things will go. We like uh, uh, I was. Um, we Argentinians have thick skin. We do. We just do. Uh, uh, it's not. It's something that we're used to. Yeah, sure, whatever. You know, like uh, we. I don't know. It's it's something that that we have in ourselves and people in in other countries cannot stand it as well because we're really good at selling shit so so we are we really i don't know you know you have it in you so so you do have the thick skin it does become thicker but it becomes thicker if you do comedy as well for so much time you just don't care you just don't care because that's part of the the the, the thing like uh like uh, my special was out um when was it uh a week ago yeah oh. exactly one week ago yeah uh it's on a south american platform and it has it's in a few countries here but it's basically an argentinian one um, but the thing is, uh, like, I didn't get any, any hate comments. And I was like, uh, I think no one saw it. That's what I really felt like. Unless I get, I don't get some hatred. I don't think it, I don't think it even landed. But I did this morning, I woke up and someone wrote on one of my jokes like, you suck. And I was like, yes. <laughs> and it was, it was such, a, I have to say, it's really releasing. <laughs> it's releasing. Like, yeah, because you, that means you gotten to people. Not that I fancy getting hate, but you know, it's impossible for everyone to love it. So as soon as I get the first, you know, 
asshole, I go like, yep, that's the world we live in. I'm all right now. You've just basically described company as like when you're with a woman that you fancy or love, and then, then she says to you like, I hate you. And you're like, yeah, jackpot. Some of the yeah, action. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, 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 you know, you cannot love me for everything. There's something I do that you despise. Otherwise, how can I respect you? <laughs> uh, you could say that to your next hater on the comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you. I respect you. Goodbye. Luck. But, you know, I never answer to the haters. I never do because that's how you feed them trolls. One of the things I found quite funny when I hear of other like social media influencers that are doing well, they say they like the haters because when someone comments, they're giving them more views and entertainment. So if you keep commenting, well, you yeah, keep that watching. Is true. Or even if you I share. Had a few... <coughs> yeah, I had a few... I had a few that would comment every single video I would take out. And I didn't want to tell them because, you know, it was better. But it was like, dude, it's going to keep going on. Like, as soon as you comment, like, the, 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 thing, the algorithm thinks you want to interact with it. Yeah. So it would show you every single one of mine like one of my haters became uh uh what what's the word like um like a special fan or something like uh, because he commented so much like uh i don't know what's the word in english for this uh, right. <laughs> uh, but it was beautiful like outstanding outstanding commentator it says, you're an outstanding commentator. And he was like, oh, can you believe this shit? They say I'm outstanding commentator. Oh, I'm so honored. And he's like, it's going to keep happening, mate. It's going to keep happening. Do whatever you want. It's, yeah, I mean, it just gives a lot of... It's funny. It's like with Floyd Mayweather as well. The, he, he used to get people to hate him. And... Uh, yeah. so that they would watch his fights it works it really does uh, it worked with Mayweather it worked with uh, Conor McGregor as well he got popular he's good don't get me wrong but he got popular being hated being an asshole but yeah, also you being good that's true and why, why isn't it more sort of like people are getting more famous who love or something they're saying like oh my god a, like Obama's so cool. Oh, um, Hillary Clinton, she's so beautiful. Why aren't we getting sort of because, attention off that? <laughs> because you want to criticize. That's why the 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 when you're criticizing the the what's ah oh, fuck another word I don't remember. I have the translator right here. <laughs> the magnifying glass. The magnifying glass is not on you when you're criticizing something. So, so that's the thing, like it, it magnifies, that's why uh, all them reality TV is so popular. You know. One thing that, it's funny you say all these like comedy is effectively, and all of all art forms are basically a pleasing platform. But yeah, 
how in in the UK we we have a thing where we we got working men's clubs, we got the urban circuit, and then we got these different sort of rooms. So you got like the cabaret circuit, and you got sort of straight. You got all these different rooms that you learn how to play. Um, yeah. What what sort of how is that set up similar in Argentina where you have to chain yourself? So I mean, if you're talking in front of Boca Juniors football fans, you can't say any jokes yeah. about Boca Juniors. <laughs> oh yeah, but we don't have. Yeah, I get it. We don't. We we don't. Uh, first of all, don't. First first of all, don't. Don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> but but uh, we don't have that many Boca Juniors fans who also go to see stand up. Like yeah, we 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 don't have that many, like people at least in my generation. Since I wasn't, I'm 38, and comedy's been around for 90 years here. So you don't. I wasn't born and noticed stand up. It was a thing that was created over time. Uh, so many people of my generation just are not into it. That's fine. They don't have to be. Don't don't care. Uh, but they're if they're here, they're because if they're on the crowd, they're that's because they want to laugh. So yeah. you might get some fighting gigs, some you know. Uh, fighting gigs in the way that you're like boxing with the audience but that's just not a lot okay. and you do you you tell them your best jokes and you'll be fine okay well, one thing I want to look at is through everything that's happened and like through through your whole life as a whole what would yeah. you say are values are your most important values in terms of people and live? Um, I don't know. I I just you know you try to what I go through is uh, I try to to understand. It's like. It's about getting better at being a good person, but it's also very complicated to live in a world that exists where, where if you were only to exist here, you are already born into bad karma. Um, so, you know, I, 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 I like to share, yeah, well, you know, if you're a fascist, go fuck yourself. That's basically it. So, you know, I don't have tolerance at all for them. Fuck them. I don't even want to make them laugh. I don't want them in my gigs. I don't even reply to them anywhere. I just, I don't care for you. I don't care for them. So I, I really, really, really like, there's something very interesting uh, that I saw in a band, a really good band uh, from Argentina that never, never ever said um um never ever gave uh you know radio radio you know conferences 
uh, interviews or anything and they were like yeah the thing is we're old already so we have nothing to tell the people we want to listen to whatever the young people are saying and that's very important and he was maybe it was a bit you know um i don't know if they were really into that or that was a pose uh, but you know it's still it, it sounded a bit demagogic you know but uh but it's still you know something very interesting to say and to listen and you know i'm here to learn i i i am a man who came out of privilege so i don't want to feel any i want to learn from minorities and i want to you know to uh, to 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 spread the word privilege because people often says oh i'm so lucky no you're not lucky you're privileged it's a different word uh so what i want uh, you know also is for people to to maybe that's the new thing maybe that's the new show it's but uh but you want people to know what they're financing whenever you buy something you're voting for it so it's very hard to get some there's a really good show called the good place um which if you haven't seen it it's amazing it's about the ethics and it's about how how it will how it will you know uh it's impossible to get a tomato without get, getting you know without hurting someone indirectly so it's very interesting to see how we have such a fucked up system that you know gives you the 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 feeling of security which is total bullshit because look at where we are now Oh god. <laughs> and that's because someone ate a that's because someone ate an animal. All the pandemics are because someone went capitalism went a bit too far, became very extractivist and you know said, "Oh, let I, I let's get these cows to eat some other cows." Nothing can wrong go wrong with that. <laughs> and there you go. That is a brilliant bit. I need that needs to go on stage. Please tell me you got a bit on veganism, brother. I do, but it's not about that. It's interesting when I I should go. I I should go and work. <laughs> but look, um I just want to say thank you very much for appearing on a podcast and Oh, thank you for having me. me, for real. Please, thank you for having me. Absolute uh, privilege and honor uh i have to say marvin thank you so much for having me uh really i really have a nice time the only thing that i would like to say now is what would you like to plug for people listening in now um it's very difficult uh just um maybe if you if you know everything i do is in spanish so I I try to to translate uh my 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 specials and to add, to add subtitles to it so you can watch it. Uh, it's called Swimming in the Slime of Giants. 
that's oh. the name of my special. And yeah. What about your social media handles on like TikTok, Twitter, oh, Instagram, yeah. Facebook? Uh, any yeah, podcasts? Felix, Felix Wenabilix. I I'll 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 write it for you so you can put it in some comments on somewhere. Okay, no worries. Well, look, best of luck, Felix. And yeah, I'll I'll Thank probably you. see you in in the Angel Comedy Writing Gym soon. <laughs> <laughs>